The blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church. Welcome to this week's episode of Midweek with the Saints. Before we dive into the same for the week, I would like to ask all of you to like and subscribe to these channels, be it YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, or any podcast platform that you are watching or listening on right now. And friends, I'd like to ask all of you to just share these links with those whom you believe can benefit from this podcast. Brothers and sisters, today we take a look at the life of Saint Anna Wang. Saint Anna Wang was born in the year 1886 to two Catholic parents. However, a few years later, her mother died. However, after the death of her mother, she started to become increasingly fervent of her Catholic faith. And by the age of 10, she decided she wanted to give her whole life to God. When I was 10, the only two things that were in my mind were football and cars. But Anna wanted to become more holy. Anna wanted to dedicate her whole life to Jesus. That was how much Anna was in love with Jesus, the lover of her soul. This love and this dedication to the heart of Jesus and this declaration that I want to give my whole life to God was tested four years later. In 1900, this group called the Boxer Bandits started widespread religious persecution across China. And when they arrived at this village where Anna was living in with her family, they got all the Christians and Catholics together and they put them in this so-called East Room. And they told everyone in the East Room, There are no foreign religions accepted here. If you want to renounce your religion, simply get up and walk to the West Room where there will be someone waiting to release you. Eventually, Anna's mother got up and walked towards the West Room. She cut back, she turned back, she took Anna by the hand and headed towards the West Room. But Anna Wang clinged on to the East Room and she said, I want to believe in God. Jesus, help me. I want to remain in you and with you. Saint Anna Wang didn't want to renounce Jesus even at the point of death. These religious extremists that were persecuting them told them, if you do not walk to the West Room, you will eventually be tortured and killed for not renouncing your Christian faith. And Anna Wang chose that part. When Anna was brought to the place of her execution, her executioner could not bear to slay this young beautiful woman. He started to propose to her all sorts of ideas. Like, I would marry you off to a wealthy family where you can get all the comforts and treasures in this world for the rest of your life, the long life ahead that you have, if you choose to renounce your Catholic and Christian faith. But Anna Wang said, No, I do not want to renounce my faith, and after all, I am already betrothed. Anna Wang said that she is betrothed to the church in her village. This was how much Anna loved Jesus and her faith in Jesus. Anna Wang persisted even at the face of death. She did not want to renounce her love for Jesus. And the executioner persisted and he cut off a part of her skin on the left arm. But Anna Wang was so fixated on Jesus. She fixed her gaze on Jesus. She looked to the heavens and she just ignored this executioner. This executioner eventually even cut off her left arm, but she continued to look up to the heavens and she said, I see the heavens open. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Brothers and sisters in Christ, even at the face of death, Anna was fixated on the gazing on Jesus. She just wanted to look at Jesus. 
Eventually, her head was cut off and it rolled off her body as she continued to kneel there. It was a miracle because even after her head was cut off and it disintegrated from her body, she continued to kneel down until the bandits skipped her down. St. Anna Wang's gaze was fixed on Jesus. The blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church. Even in Anna Wang's life, we see it with almost immediate effect. Her stepmother, who renounced the faith and walked to the West Room, eventually, through the example and the testimony of the martyr Anna Wang, her stepdaughter, returned to the Catholic faith. Anna Wang's grandmother, who used to ill-treat her at one point of time, became a fervent Catholic following the martyrdom of her granddaughter. And even Anna Wang's father returned to the Catholic faith. The blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church. The blood of the martyrs is also the seed of the domestic church. A seed for conversion for our family members. Many of us who are into the faith feel discouraged by the scripture words, a prophet is never accepted in his own hometown, in his own household, because of prejudice of familiarity. And many of us have seen this. The hardest people for us to preach to is our family and our closest friends. Saint Anna Wang showed us how we can do it by dying for the faith, by giving a testimony of a martyr. The reality is, most of you, you and me, will not be called to physical martyrdom as Anna Wang was called to physical martyrdom. But just like Anna Wang was slayed, but just like Anna Wang was killed with a sword, a physical sword, we too can kill our worldly pleasures, the pleasures and the sins that are deep in our souls with the sword of the Spirit. While Anna Wang was slain by a physical sword, we can be slain by a spiritual sword, the sword of the Spirit, to cut off any worldly pleasures, any sins, any other attractions that we have that distract us from Jesus. Today we live in a world that magnifies the self, that is super selfish. It is all about the unholy trinity of me, myself and I. It is no longer about the holy trinity of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. It is about me, myself and I. And Jesus invites us, and Anna Wang invites us to die to ourselves so that by our martyrdom, just like hers, the seeds of conversion may be planted in the hearts of many to come to Jesus and to live in Jesus, to live life to its fullness. Brothers and sisters in Christ, how can we die to me, myself, and I? I would like to share with you all a testimony. A few years ago, when I was eating at this Mamak restaurant, at this restaurant, I had finished a whole meal, a whole good and sumptuous meal. This was one of the days where I was taking a break, so to speak, from ministry. And I, it was kind of like a me time. I just wanted to spend time on my own and just eat and drink and be happy and not think about others and be there for others. But at this restaurant, my former schoolmate, my junior, came up to me while I was ordering my second round of food. So I ordered for a plate of fried chicken. This junior of mine came up to me and we were speaking for a while. And something prompted me to ask him this question, how are you, my friend? How are you? And when I asked him this question, 
his joyful and cheerful smile just dropped. He looked very sad. He looked disturbed. And he said, I'm fine. But, you know, it's a bit hectic balancing my studies with co-curricular activities. This guy was a fantastic debater who was active in so many things, in the Interact Club, in the Model United Nations, etc. in his school, my former school. But he was feeling stressed out and his major examinations were coming up. And he wanted to keep speaking and telling me and expressing his problems to me. But guess what? My fried chicken arrived. And the moment my fried chicken arrived, my whole focus changed. And I took the fried chicken and I told him, My friend, I will see you next time. I have to eat this now. We will catch up real soon. We will catch up real soon. I was wrong when I said, I'll catch up with you soon. But I was right when I said, I'll see you soon. The next I saw this friend of mine was when he laid motionless in the coffin because he took his own life. This friend of mine took his own life a little over a week after he wanted to express his true feelings on what was going on in his life to me and I refused. After the passing of this friend of mine, I started to plead for God's divine mercy to be upon him. And eventually, I also asked God for a second chance to make things right. To one day, hopefully, be there for another person who suffers from suicidal depression. Friends, within a week or two, I came across another person. A youth from church who was experiencing suicidal depression. And the Holy Spirit granted me the sensitivity that when she was speaking to me about what was going on in her life, I could ask her then, then, are you going through suicidal depression? Have you ever attempted suicide? And she broke down and she said yes. And she said it all out. She let go all these thoughts that were in her mind for years and months and weeks now. And guess what, friends? Right after that, we went for tea at this very same restaurant. And when I sipped my tea, I realized that God gave me the second opportunity. It is at the very same setting, in the very same, same place where I missed the mark the last time in that restaurant by taking the fried chicken over listening to a friend. That now the Lord has given me another opportunity to listen to my friend who is experiencing suicidal depression even while I'm sipping tea. Brothers and sisters in Christ, the Lord is asking us to die to ourselves. The world is promoting and, and worshipping and endorsing the unholy trinity of me, myself and I. But the Lord is asking you and me to die to me, myself and I. And to turn our gaze from ourselves. To stop navel gazing and start, start God gazing. To start looking at Jesus. To start looking at the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. So that whatever the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit asks of us, we can give it with joy and enthusiasm, just like Anna Wang did when she was about to be martyred, when her head was about to be chopped off. All that was on her mind was this Jesus. She gazed to the heavens and she could see the heavens open and she said, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Friends, let us die to ourselves in this season of Advent, in this week where we reflect on the theme of hope. Let us be a source of hope and a beacon of hope for others. Let us be there. Let us die to ourselves so that we can be there for others. Those who are in need, those who are in emotional need, physical need, spiritual need. Let us see to these needs and let us bring them back to Jesus.
The blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church. Anna Wang could inspire her family members to become fervent Catholics and thousands upon thousands of other Chinese people to become Catholics. Brothers and sisters in Christ, you and I, by the testimony of us as martyrs dying to ourselves, dying to our, me, myself and I, so to speak, it will be a seed of conversion for all those that we come across in our lives. It will become a seed of conversion for our family, our friends and those that we encounter. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we just praise you and thank you for the gift of Anna Wang and for all the martyrs, Lord, in Asia, in China, that lead the way for us. Help us, Lord, to give you a full yes, just as they gave you their full yes. Send Anna Wang intercede for us. Help us to make Jesus our all in all and our everything. Help us to keep our eyes fixed on him. Help us to see Jesus in every situation, in every person, even at the face of death. Even at the face of hardship and struggles, help us to see Jesus clearly. Saint Enawang, help us intercede for us to live a life worthy of God's calling, that at the end of our lives we may be rest assured that the angels will indeed lead us to paradise, and you, along with all the other martyrs, will welcome us to paradise. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>